Welcome back to Geekish Cast. I am joined today by Doug. How you doing there, Doug? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Doing well, thank you. And as usual, I'm your host, Jeremy. Uh, Doug and I are going to talk a little bit today about superhero television and why right now seems to be the best time ever to be a superhero fan. Boy, is it ever. Yeah, I, I, we've got superheroes coming out of our ears and noses on television these days. And, um, and not just superheroes, all kinds of comic book properties out there. Yeah. Are you you watch iZombie at all? No, people keep telling me to, and I, I need to. It's just there's only I, so much you can watch. That's one of the problems I'm running into, is like, especially now. Starting this Friday, I'm going to be in a movie theater in front of a television for the rest of the year. You know, with with uh, Batman vs Superman coming out right. is really the start of my whole planned out going to the movie theater experience. But um, I Zombie has a really sharp sense of humor. It's the guy that did Veronica Mars. Right, right. So if you like that at all, I I think you would love it. But yeah, you're right. When when are you going to have the time to do it? <laughs> you know. And sometimes you just make the time to do it. That's what it usually comes down to. Yeah, as, as we're um, saying this, not 15 minutes ago, as I just told Jeremy, I, I just finished up Daredevil season two. Yeah, and I, I am doing my, I started it last night. I think I put the first episode on at 8 p.m. and uh, got through three episodes. I started the fourth and realized I was falling asleep, not because it was bad, but because I'd been drinking beer and it was late at night. <laughs> um, But one of the things I wanted to talk about, and I'll, I'll start with this because I think to talk about superhero shows on television right now, you have to talk about the CW shows. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I actually started, I got back into comic books as a teenager. There were two things that did it. It was Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns, and it was a book called by Mike Grell called The Longbow Hunters. And it was about the Green Arrow. He moved to Seattle. They dropped him, basically dropped him out of the superhero universe. Yep. So it was a very grim, gritty, street-level book. Yes, it was. So a few years ago, after the cancellation of Smallville, they announced they were doing a Green Arrow TV series. But they weren't calling it Green Arrow, and he was going to be a murderer, and, and, and. So I kind of crossed my fingers, and did you watch it at all that first season? Yeah, I, I did watch the first season. Okay. So I started it, didn't care for it, came back to it. But season two, it really caught my interest because they started to let it feel a little bit more like a comic book show and season two introduced uh, uh barry allen too didn't it yes it did and uh and deathstroke the terminator yep see i missed out on season two season yeah. one kind of put the nail in the coffin for me well let me ask you this because they did start it off not feeling very much like a comic book show do you think that was the problem with it originally uh, i think that was my problem with it yeah it, it uh, that's what and it followed too many TV tropes versus comic book tropes. I, you know, I I wanted the beard. I wanted the uh, the classic Green Arrow that I loved. Yeah, and this this wasn't it. Yeah, and you know, there's a certain amount of they were. Did you watch Smallville at all, Doug? I couldn't stand it. Okay. See, they eventually brought a version of Green Arrow into that. Who was a younger, hipper Green Arrow? He was basically like they've done here. He was basically the stand-in for Batman. Right. Right. And that's. Kind of the same thing they did here. Yep. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, yeah, for me, I mean, the Green Arrow is always going to be about 40 years old and have a Robin Hood beard, you know? Exactly. I, I don't care what they do. That's just how he's going to be. Um, so you get, you get the Green Arrow or the Arrow show, and then they launch Flash off the back of that, the Flash. 
And I would say The Flash has been unapologetically a comic book TV show. It absolutely is, and I've loved every single episode. Every moment of it, yeah. I, there are very few misses in there. Um, I have, of season one, I remember sitting back at the end of season one of The Flash going, holy shit, I can't believe this is really on TV. Yeah, because I, you have the multiverse, you have time travel, you have things that I... Anytime they talked about doing a superhero show, you ended up with stuff more like the Arrow. And now finally we got one like the Flash. Yeah, when uh, when Jay Garrick's helmet came through that time portal, I lost it. Yep, me too. I'm, I'm getting the funny looks when it happened. It's like well, that's 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 important. I got to see this. This is you know. It's like oh yep. uh, oh no, we don't see him. <laughs> oh, yeah. speaking of which, I'm I'm going to do a spoiler here real quick. Okay. How did we not see that Jay Garrick was uh, Hunter Zolomon? They showed us that he was Hunter Zolomon. Yeah, I'm still two? I'm still not. I'm not sure what's going on. I'm not sure if the Hunter Zolomon that was sitting on that park bench mm-hmm. is the one that we're after. Is that just coincidental that, you know, because there's three of them now. Yeah. Well, I think the guy in the cage has to be the real Jay Garrick, whoever he is. He's probably the Earth 2 Jay Garrick. Yeah. Or and, maybe the one that just died was the Earth. I see. I don't know. I don't know what's yeah, going it's, on it's, there. It's a little bit trippy, but. They've got something up their sleeve, and I like that. I like that they've yeah. been smart enough to play that out. It's been fun to watch. Uh, you know, the same thing in season one with the reverse Flash being, um, oh, gosh, I can't think of his name. Gibbard Thrawn. Yeah. Uh, but who was he posing? Dr. Wells, yeah. Because he'll always be Dan from Scrubs to me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just because I love Scrubs, though. Um, but, yeah, so when they showed us, when Jay Garrick takes... Um, Caitlin to the park to show him quote unquote Hunter's All of right. We should have known it right then and there. We should have been like Geekish Cast, episode 51 The Golden Age of Superhero Television. Like, okay, there's something dirty going on in the uh, state of Denmark already. Yeah, they're pretty good at the shell game, though. You know? Yeah, I do. I do like it. Have you been keeping up with Legends of Tomorrow? Yes. Yep. I'm up to How do you up. feel about that one? Uh, to me, it's not as fun as The Flash, but I think they're trying. You know, they're, what, seven episodes in maybe right now? Yeah, seven I know it's right been renewed, now. which is good. Mm-hmm. I don't mind the Vandal Savage. You know, I, I like the take that maybe every season's a different baddie to go after. I, I hope that's what you know? they do. And I, I really like the idea, which I think they've already said isn't true, that they'd have a different cast every year. You know, that would be amazing. Or if they just roll some in and some out. That, that's probably what they'll end up doing. Yeah. Um, I like that. I, one, so, one already rolled out. So Yeah, well, two. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, two rolled out. Um, I I love that era of Doctor Who that Arthur Darville is from. Right. The 11th Doctor, I love that. Uh, I loved him and uh, Amy Pond. I love their characters. Because of that, I carried a lot of goodwill into this show just because of, you know, basically Rory being uh, uh, Skip or uh, Rip Hunter. Right. The time traveler. Uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Time master. The time master. Um, I am, I'm losing it a little bit because, like you said, it's just not as fun as The Flash. Yeah, the, the Flash is, that's the thing they've got going. And I think that's the thing that, you know, jumping over just a little bit to Supergirl. That mm-hmm. they're starting to grasp, and you know, the that show's definitely growing on me. I, I 
I'm a couple of, I'm probably about five episodes behind on Supergirl right now because I think the the girl playing Supergirl is charming and fun to watch and believable in the role. Absolutely, um, the guy playing the Martian Manhunter, you know, another spoiler right. in there, Hank Henshaw. I think he is an actor who is underrated in everything he's ever done. Um, he's a good comedic actor. He's a great. Uh, I don't I don't know the actor's name. But he's a great dramatic actor and comedic actor. I think he's great. The problem I am having with Supergirl, and it's typified in the Red Tornado episode. Do you remember that one? Right. Okay. So, General not Sam a very, Lane. Not a very good episode. <laughs> no, it was not. And, and what it, it, it's almost a clownified version of the problem I have with the show. They bring, they bring in a reason to make her doubt herself and then blame her when she doubts herself. Right. You know, and I'm just like, ah, that's a little hard to watch, and that's kind of been the theme of the whole show. So, oh, the, that, uh, mm-hmm. every episode it does seem to grow on me more, and the last five are, are pretty good, but the Maxwell Lord thing needs to be resolved pretty quick. Yeah. You know, that's, that's getting kind of old kind of fast, but oh, you know, I, I'm honestly more excited about the uh, episode coming up on the 28th with The Flash. I am super. That's actually the reason I'm trying to get caught up right now. But um, Daredevil kind of threw them up. I mean, there's been no uh, hints of it on the actual show so far, unlike mm-hmm. the Flash, where they actually showed Supergirl as he was running through the time stream, you know, multiverse thingy there. Yeah, I love that they do those little touches like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, they showed her. They showed the John uh, the John Wesley ship yep. version yep. of the Flash. And it turns out that that was an Oliver Queen with a big old beard that they showed as well, when we thought it was probably going to be somebody else. Yep, which they Um, already showed on Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, that was actually, I kind of liked that episode. That That was a little bit more fun. Connor Hawk and... Yeah, that was a little more entertaining than the show has been on the whole. Um, So now Daredevil, this kind of goes to the opposite end of the whole thing. Daredevil goes um, where the Flash is kind of bright, shiny, and fun. Daredevil goes to a very deconstructionist, realistic type of superhero, wouldn't you think? Absolutely, yeah. Sure yeah, is. I mean, besides it's, I mean, the, it's the dirty, gritty, street-level yeah. character. And once you hand-wave away his, um, his super, the little bit of superpowers he has, it's a very believable show as well. And the fights yeah, in yeah, are outstanding. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean... You know, up to an action movie level, of course. I mean, any of these these hits they take to the head would give somebody a concussion or knock them out or kill them. But you know, these, oh, these yeah. guys magically get back up, of course. But yeah, well, yeah. If you've ever seen anybody actually get slugged in the head a couple times, yeah, they or get yeah. shot. They don't, you know. Well, yeah. There's no <laughs> real, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not to not to say too much, but yeah, a bullet to the head typically does yeah. more than crack your mask. Yeah, yeah. but um. Definitely enjoying the hell out of that. Yeah, the, and, um, uh, John, what's the guy playing the Punisher? Oh, what is that? Barnell, actor? Barnell, uh, I forget his name. He's, yeah. he's amazing. He's really good. He, he keeps amping up all the way through it. And uh, you said you were at three episodes into it. Yeah, I'm, I'm three. So I'm not. Writing. I gotta. I can't spoil it for you. But there's some great surprises coming up. Okay. Well, I'm watching it with my wife, who, my wife is a casual observer of superhero um, culture, I guess would be the proper term. Um, But, so she doesn't know the Punisher's background. 
So we're watching last night. She's like, well, well, who is this guy? And I'm like, I, I can't really tell you because I want to see how they're going to handle him. You know, because like when I was a kid, he was a Vietnam vet. Well, my dad's a Vietnam vet. My dad's pushing 70. So the Punisher can't be a Vietnam vet. Right. Right. Yeah. So I knew they're going to have to make changes. Yeah. They have to move up the timeline. Mm hmm. Um, the other thing I really enjoyed, I hate, I'm going to do a split thing here. I hate when you go to make a bad guy so you make him a pedophile just so you automatically get the cheap heat on him, you know? <laughs> yeah. But that scene, as we're still trying to warm up to the Punisher, that scene where he's in that um, oh pawn shop right, and the right, guy right, offers right, him a 12-year-old girl, girl right. and, you know, you just have that moment. That was the moment my wife realized, well, maybe he's not just a murderous thug, you know? So I thought that was well done. And the dog, him rescuing the pit bull. Yep. Also, you know, kind of warm warms you up to the character. Yep, I'm purposely keeping my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's more there. Than oh the, God, there's there's a whole lot coming on this one. Um, I did get to. I'm I'm assuming this is the fight scene they're talking about. In the first season of Daredevil, there was an outstanding fight, and probably the best fight scene I've ever All seen. All the long take. The long take yeah. in the hallway. That's the second episode, I think, when he rescues the little boy. I believe that's in number two. Yeah. It's one that one shot. It is perfectly choreographed. Yep. There's a there's a, a new version of that in the series too. Okay. So is it, it was it the fight on the stairwell? Yes. Okay. I, that was in the episode I watched okay. last night. Number three. I liked the hallway fight a little better, but this was outstanding as well. Yeah. 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 And there, we've been talking about the comic book action when when guys are thrown down thrown down a staircase. You know, they're thrown twenty thirty feet and they land on their back on the steps. They usually never get back up. And yeah, you know, but it's comic book world. We'll let it slide. Oh yeah, Daredevil doesn't yeah. intentionally hurt anybody, but yeah, well, kill anybody. Uh, would, you know, usually that that's, yeah, that's a life ending kind of thing right there. Oh, typically, or you're going to be in the hospital for a good long while. Yeah. Well, you're never going to walk uh, again. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, that's that's the other thing. I mean, I, Part I, of the, I technically, oh, go ahead. I, I hurt my back, you know, flipping a mattress. So, <laughs> well, that's was a friend of mine told me once. He goes, "You know, you're over 35 when you can hurt yourself while you're asleep, and golf is a sport." Yep. <laughs> that's, well, yeah, that yeah. that kind of wraps it up. Yep. You know, I watch. Um, our, <laughs> yeah, we've we've got some friends who are a little bit younger than us, and they waited till they were in their 30s to have kids. So right now they've got three younger children. Ouch. Well, and you watch like a two year old. Three, you know, two, almost three, and they're up and running. Yep. And they and they just fall right on their ass or flat on their they back. They bounce right back up. And they jump right up. And I'm thinking, I'd be in bed for a month. <laughs> that is that is un- unbelievable. But oh, but the the realism in Daredevil. So here he is. He fights for three minutes, and dude's got to sit down and take a breath. Yep. I do like that they put that yeah. in. Yeah, because he gets, he gets worn out. Oh they'll, yeah. They'll show him a few times without his shirt on, and he's picked up scars from the episodes, you know, beforehand. Yeah. And they even, uh, he's questioned about a couple of scars later on. And he's like, well, that came from this. And you're, you know, as you're thinking like, oh yeah, that was episode so-and-so. And yep. And there's, um, actually years ago in the nineties, you might even remember the issue. I don't, there was an issue of Batman, Batman and Robin. I, I can't remember detective. I don't remember what it was where they took Tim Drake away from Bruce Wayne because they suspected him as a child abuser. Because Tim kept showing up with busted up hands and bruises right. on his face, I always thought I was like, "How come that's never happened before?" That would, right. would make sense. Yeah, you were talking about when you got back in the comics. So I, yes, uh, my story on that is I never left. I, yeah. I, uh, 
I think I've read Marvel comics ever since I was probably four or five, maybe, you know, looked at the pictures since I was three or four. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, DC, I've come and gone a few times, like the New 52, is I've left for that. Well, you know what? Let's go ahead. Um, you know, I do that thing where I pretend like we're we're taping at different times. Right. So I can split it up on different days a week. Let's go ahead and we'll stop here, but we'll come back to that topic. Okay. Um, so, Doug, if people want to find you on the interwebs, where can they look you up? Uh, Starkwork.com. S-T-U-R-K-W-U-R-K.com. All right, great. And you can find us at geekishcast.com. Please like our page on Facebook, facebook.com slash geekishcast. We are available on Twitter at the Geekishcast. Also, if you're listening to us on iTunes, please take a moment to stop and rate and review us. It would really help us out a lot. Uh, thank you, everybody. We'll be right back, and we'll talk about, uh, well, how Doug never left comics and how I got back into them. 